I actually left my career two years ago. And when I left my career, there was no way that you could tell me that I would be a storyteller and host. I thought I was going to leave and my mission was to build an organization that helped leaders create organizations and companies that made their employees or partners want to come to work. Hello, darling. You're listening to the Wake Up and Show Up podcast with your host, Portia Scott. This podcast is a collection of interviews and stories, weaving together life's pivotal moments and the decisions made to show up and impact humanity, one person at a time. Hello, darlings, and welcome to today's episode of the Wake Up and Show Up podcast. We are in episode 61. And as I begin to think about that, you know, it was one year and nine months ago, I had the absolute craziest idea to start a podcast, but not only start a podcast, but to create a media company. And your girl had no idea what I was going to do with it. I knew I wanted to tell stories and interviews that weave together life's pivotal moments and the decisions made to show up and impact humanity one person at a time. And today, the podcast is still a collection of inspiring and empowering interviews and stories weaving together life's pivotal moments and the stories of people and organizations on a mission to impact humanity and leave the world a little better than they found it. I, I said both of those because you probably didn't notice the difference, but there was. There was an evolution of the podcast and it will continue to evolve, but I would have never been able to see that evolution if I had never started. And I won't say that it was always easy. And I won't say that it was always clear. And I won't say that I had days where I wish the listenership was up or there were days where I felt like, was anyone even paying attention? And there were days that I was like, why am I still doing this? But I decided to start. And not only did I decide to start, but I decided to keep going. While the podcast is one year and nine months old, I actually left my career two years ago. And when I left my career, there was no way that you could tell me that I would be a storyteller and host. I thought I was going to leave and my mission was to build an organization that helped leaders create organizations and companies that made their employees or partners want to come to work. I had designed this full model of workshops, of keynotes, of training sessions, what I coined the organizational entrepreneur. And it really was trying to show leaders as well as employees and partners within organizations how to become the CEOs no matter where they sat within the organization. It's funny because when I started out the podcast, I did not know how that would come together. And now I do keynotes and one of the biggest things that people want me to come is they want me to come in and they want me to bring in the inspirational piece. And so I still get to talk to leaders and to talk to employees and to talk to partners of organizations and small business owners and inspire and empower them 
and their teams to make an impact, to take ownership and responsibility where they, where they are so that they can make that impact. So you never know where you're starting is going to lead you. If I never started, I would have never had some of the opportunities that I've had because they have come specifically out of my podcast. What is the thing that you were supposed to start, but you're not starting because maybe you don't see the ending. Maybe you don't see the beginning. Maybe you don't see how it's going to impact other people. And so you didn't start. I remember one of the first podcast episodes I put out, I remember receiving an email from a young lady and in the email, I could hear her heart about how it was trying to be a mom and trying to be a wife and trying to navigate career at a high level, at an executive level and feeling like you're failing in all of them. And I remember her saying that the podcast was inspiring and it just allowed her to give herself grace. And so while that one story didn't put six figures in my pocket, it gave me much more. It allowed me to see that what I had started was going to be impactful. That even if it was just going to impact one person, that that was good enough for me. And so when we begin to start, I want us to think about that question. If what you're starting, if only one person is impacted, is inspired, reads it, listens to it, picks it up, copies it, whatever, if it's only one person, is it good enough? And if it's not, then maybe we should be asking our question. Maybe we should be changing the question to what do I want and why do I want it? And when we can answer that it's okay if it's just one, if one person is enough, then I encourage you to start. I encourage you to pick it back up. I encourage you to keep going. But if the true answer is no, that's not enough, then maybe that's not something that you want to do. And so asking that question of what you want and why you want it will be a huge indicator into whether or not it's even important enough to start. And I will say, starting will not always be clear, concise, sometimes not well thought out, and clarity is revealed along the way. And so if I can start something new at 39, at 40, 41, then surely you can. And I am likely the most risk averse person you will ever meet. But even I know that every day I get up, I take a risk. I risk being wrong. I risk making mistakes, possibly failing in some area as a mom, as a wife, as a sister, daughter, friend. I risk not having the right answers or saying the wrong thing or making a decision that not only affects me, but could affect other people. I risk forgetting my points during a keynote or worse, embarrassing myself because technology failed. You risk it too. We take risk every single day. And really when we think about risk, it really is the fact that the result, the outcome that we thought something should be was opposite of that. It means that I took a risk and I started this. 
but I thought my book would be a New York Times bestseller, but it only reached a thousand people. That's a risk we take. We all take risk every single day, even though we may not think of them as risk. Every day we decide to wake up for ourselves or the people around us, we are taking a risk. And honestly, risk puts us in uncomfortable situations. It sometimes causes us to cry. It may even have us ask the question, why? But I would much rather ask why than why not. I always say, start with one goal, one step, one day at a time. And you can start now. Now is literally the perfect time. While you are listening, grab a journal or sticky note or write down one thing that you're going to start doing or pick up the thing that you put down because you were scared. This month is part of our text community. We are committing to one daily discipline for the month. So we decided on the first of the month that we were going to do one thing consistently every single day. I decided that I was going to show up to that text community every single day. And we are on day seven, and I've been showing up for seven days consistently, which is probably the most consistent that I've honestly been with that community. But it was important to me because I wanted to create a real community, a community of people engaging, a community where people felt that they mattered, a community where people were receiving and giving inspiration even to me. And it's been such a great joy because people have committed to this one thing that will get them to an end goal. So there's people with an end goal of going to nursing school and making sure that they create eating, um, healthy eating and workout habits, reading more, spending more time with their children, starting a podcast, writing the next chapter in their book. And so their goal every day is to write for 10 minutes or their goal is to spend 15 minutes with their children or their goal is to do one thing in the morning that's going to help them get back into nursing school or they're going to do one thing they're going to eat right they're going to work out once a day or walk whatever it is they've committed to it but they've committed to start and starting does not mean that it's perfect it just means that I'm making an intentional decision to start working toward the desired result or outcome that I want to see. And start with what you have. We all have something to give. None of us is born empty-handed. And even if we were, life is this beautiful evolution of self. We have our experiences and skills that we have acquired and all the things we learn along the way. You don't have to figure it all out to start. I started a podcast course called Launch in 30 Days. I didn't know how to do a landing page. I still don't know much about funnels. I'm still squabbling over certain things and it's not perfect, but you know what it is? It's excellent. And the reason why I can say it's excellent, because one of the things I wanted to make sure was that I was in there with them. So every week for one hour, I am on a Zoom call with them, walking them through each week because that's what I dedicated to them. And one of the things I heard when people were saying, well, no, you should do it this way, or you should make it this way, or you don't wanna show up every week, you don't wanna take that time, but I did. I wanted to start with what I had. And what I had was the ability to show up 
to people. What I had was I knew how I had created my own podcast. And so I knew that I could take people through the same steps that I used to launch my podcast in 35 days. But not only that, I used my 12 plus years of project management experience and I put it into the course. So my course may not look like someone else's and that's completely fine. And whatever it is that you're starting may not look like somebody else's and it may not be perfect, but it can be excellent. I make sure to show up. I make sure to help them where I can. I make sure to give a little extra because I want to make sure that I'm operating in excellence. So while I still am trying to figure out the landing pages, I'm still trying to figure out the funnel. What I can say is that in six students and We've had a total of six students so far. We've just gotten started, but 50% of those students have released a podcast. And so I'm proud of that. And I used what I had. So I tell you to use what you have. Starting isn't always easy, but it is always worth it. Start without complete clarity. Nothing will ever be completely clear until you start doing it. And we are often just stuck on the details and wondering why my idea, business, dream, vision, thought, family, whatever it is, why doesn't it look like this? Why doesn't it look like someone else's? And comparison will kill your creativity and your clarity. And so when you're getting ready to start something, I would say you almost have to have this tunnel vision approach and ask yourself, what do I want? And why do I want it, right? We're asking those questions again. What do I want? Well, I want to make sure that my my family eats healthy. Why do I want it? Because I want us to have the energy, because I want us to live long, because I want us to live strong. And so because I understand that, then I may not be completely clear about the fact that I want to impact not only my family, but other families. And I may understand only half of what I'm supposed to do, but half of what I'm supposed to do is to start uh, videoing, you know, taking video of me creating these recipes, whatever it is. And you never know where that will take you. And so as long as you know what you want to do and why you want to do it, the details will come along the way. I knew I wanted to start a podcast. I knew I wanted to inspire and empower, and that happened. And in the first episode, I wanted to hear stories about people that have shown up, and most of the people showed up, they were doing good for society. And so then I turned it to hearing organizations and leaders and founders and volunteers that were doing good. Clarity came as I worked my vision, as I started, as I went along, as I learned something new, as I kept going. And so the thing for you is that you will be clear when you start to do it. And as you go along the journey, no one starts out. I don't care who it is. No one starts out completely clear about where they were going to be or where they're going to be or how they're going to get there. Beyonce, I am pretty sure she wanted to be a superstar, but what that was going to look like, the details and what she would do and what she would accomplish, I'm pretty sure she didn't know every single step because none of us knows every single step. What good would the journey be 
if we didn't have the opportunity to have adventures along the way. And so just think of starting as just one of those adventures and you will begin to go on this journey and it will be revealed as you go. So yes, you can start without complete clarity as long as you can take one step one day at a time and then start without the applause. Remember, if you live for the applause, you will do anything for the applause. As my husband always says, don't marry the praise and don't marry the criticism. Because if I marry the praise, I'm going to be looking for it. And your praise is going to be an indication to me that I'm doing well. But what happens when I don't get the praise? What happens when I don't get the claps? What happens when I don't get the standing ovations? then does that cause me to stop? And the same with the criticism, that if I marry the criticisms, then now I am subject to how someone else feels. And then start with your heart. I guess the real question is why haven't you started yet? Why are you procrastinating? I read this article in BetterHelp about procrastination and it said the exciting part about procrastination as a behavior is that it is often tied to our mood and our personal reward system. When we procrastinate, we often do it to cope with anxiety and stress that comes with the task itself. Not doing it allows us to regulate our emotions for that brief period of time after we've made the decision to procrastinate. Unfortunately, while we know that procrastinating will only result in worse consequences later on, we continue to engage in this behavior because we have been momentarily rewarded for our choice. This cycle then continues until we are continually putting off our work or refusing to do it altogether. As you can imagine, this only results in further consequences that can have major impact on our lives. So I'm raising my hand because I've definitely fallen victim to procrastinating. So I'm not saying everything is easy to start. And I'm not saying that I've never procrastinated because while I was able to pull out, put out my podcast in 35 days, that was two years after I decided to even do it. I'd been talking about it, thinking about it, but never moved forward. So I am with you. I am with you. And for me, it is true. Procrastination gives us that momentary sigh of relief that procrastination has put off the anxiety, the stress, the overwhelm of having to do something that we don't know how to do. But it goes on to talk about that procrastination, like any other habit, is a learned behavior. And so if it is learned, that, mean, that means it's something that we can unlearn. And sometimes we procrastinate because we want to be perfect. And it's never going to be perfect, my friends. But you can make it excellent. And so... It's important that we don't have to feel like it's all or nothing. Like if I can't do it all, then I'm going to do nothing. But how about taking a step back and saying, but what if I do this one thing good? What if I do this one thing in excellence? What if I do my best at this one thing? Taking a moment to breathe, to meditate, or to think about and really visualize. If I close my eyes and I think about what I want to start, and think about where I can be if I start, then maybe that will push the needle forward for us. 
And sometimes it's the fail of, it's the fear of failure. Failure really is just missing the mark. It is, I didn't get it right. And you know what? We're going to not get a lot of stuff right. And we have to learn to sit in that, to be comfortable with the fact that I may get some things wrong, but when I get them wrong, can I learn from those mistakes? Can I learn from those failures? Can I fail fast? Can I do something fail, but be able to course correct? And that is the important part is understanding that we're all going to fail. I'm telling you, I failed. I failed so many times and I'm likely going to fail many more. And the fear of failure is something that kind of keeps me from starting, from doing, from going after something. And I have to ask myself, more of a failure if they say no, or is it more of a failure if I don't do it? And so when I begin to ask my question, myself that question, the failure isn't in their responses. The failure isn't in who reads it or how many people read it. The failure is if I never did it. And that I don't want to have to live with. So my friends, I want you to start. I want you to start now. I want you to start with what you have. I want you to start without complete clarity. I want you to start without the applause. And I want you to start with your heart. This, my darlings, is your permission to start. I'll leave you with this. If you wait until the wind and weather are just right, you will never plant anything and never harvest anything. Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse number four. As always, we end every show with this declaration. Waking up is automatic. Showing up is intentional. Today, I will show up. Thanks again for spending time with me today and listening to the Wake Up and Show Up podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe so you never miss a show. Leave a five-star review and share with a friend or foe. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at I am Portia Scott. Until next time, go impact the world.